Welcome to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Wong, and I'm so thrilled that you're here. This is a place where you'll be guided to living your most aligned life so that your truest, most radiant self can emerge. We'll be jamming on topics ranging from spirituality, entrepreneurship, to wellness and lifestyle design, and everything in between that can support you to grow, evolve, and shine, all the while not taking ourselves too seriously. So if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Sacred Emergence. It's Michelle here, and I am so grateful to all of you who have been giving me really great feedback so far on the podcast, Um, and thank you so much for subscribing, for giving it some stars, uh, the five-star reviews. It's just so amazing to see. Um, And some of you have even shared it on social media, and that just really warms my heart. So thank you so much. It means a lot. And if you are new to listening, of course you're new. This is like my fourth episode. Um, But if you're, you know, this is like six months down the road, a year down the road, and you're just joining us. Welcome, welcome. I'm Michelle Wong, and um, I have some really great juicy content for you tonight, or today, wherever you are in the world. Um, and before we dive in today's topic on inner leadership, I will I'll explain more about all that. Um, I just wanted to give kind of a summary for my weekend. I My weekend, it's still the weekend. It's like Sunday late afternoon for me. Um, but I started my weekend off giving the talk, um, on inner leadership and I thought it would be so good to bring it onto my podcast because, um, I just feel like more people need this information. And, uh, I gave the talk at a women's networking event, uh, in Seattle called women's open network. So if you're in the Seattle area and, um, you're looking to connect with more people who are like-minded, um, the women's open network is awesome. You don't have to be an entrepreneur, although you do need to be a woman. Um, and I think it's when they say woman, it's for those who identify as a woman. Um, and, uh, it's just a really great community. So that's a plug for women's open network. Um, but yeah, yesterday I was at Whidbey Island for a day retreat. Um, and this retreat was led by Mary DeYoung. And she is amazing. I'm going to have her on the show later in the fall. But this is uh, this was a day retreat called Summer Sacred Rewilding. And um, it, it was really about reconnecting back with nature in a way that we change our relationship with nature so that it's not like we're separate from nature, but we're really a part of nature. And um, it was just so great. And anytime I'm... I'm spending time in the forest around trees. Like it's just always a shift. Like I always return back to myself. I get grounded. Time slows down in a way that is so productive. And so anytime I'm just, you know, anytime you can get out and spend time with nature, please do. It's just so rejuvenating. Um, and it was like the Whidbey Institute was, it was my first time there. Um, it's on the Whidbey Island. So outside of Seattle, it's like a 20 minute ferry ride. Um, and 
it was just like, I didn't know Whidbey Island Institute was that large of a land and like they had beautiful gardens and the food was amazing. The facility, it was just awesome. So anyway, with that said, um, let's dive into inner leadership. So this, after I gave my talk, which was great, it was really well received. And one of the gals came up to me afterwards and, uh, like she came just for the talk, um, just for the content and she took really great notes and it was just really awesome to see people, like the people who RSVP'd and the people who came for the talk. It's just, it just shows how important this information is. And it's really just a reminder of our own inner power. Um, and inner leadership came about when I was talking to uh, one of my mentors a while back. Um, and she asked me like, what was attracting me to my business? I have a network marketing business with USANA Health Sciences. And, um, you know, she asked me that and with any network marketing business, right, we are promoting sharing products or services. And what came through for me was really about the leadership um, anytime we have a business, we're actually stepping into leadership. And uh, what I love about my business is that I really get to be able to guide and offer mentorship for others in a way that's really holistic and collaborative. Um, and it really changes the way of how we do business. Um, anyway, so inner leadership was what ended up coming through. And it's been amazing because having a business is really a personal growth journey and everything that I'm sharing tonight or I keep saying tonight, it's like, it's sunny outside. <laughs> so everything I'm sharing in this, in today's podcast, um, and honestly, I, everything that I share is from my own experience. Um, and so someone came up to me asked afterwards and asked me how I came up with the content or just how I came about it. And I was like, Oh, well, it was just actually from me growing my business and me doing the inner work. So yeah, so this is, uh, this is the school of life. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's dive in. So I wanted to share with you three ways on helping you activate your inner leadership or how to be your own inner leader. And one of the things that I see so often, and I see this because I experience it, right? So we recognize things in ourselves that it's like it gets mirrored back to us and that whenever we want to do something in our lives, um, sometimes we get held back, right? By fears, by um, beliefs that are limiting ourselves. And it's really easy to fall into that trap of believing those fears and beliefs. Um, and really, if we really want to be the ownership of our own lives, right? And really have that power and making those attentions come true and really going forth with our dreams and our goals and really committing to our health and our well-being, it's really important for us to remember that we are the leader of our own lives and we have to claim that title. We have to be the CEO of our own life. Um, and that wasn't the case for me. Like growing up, I, I was taught to be the good girl and um, I'm sure a lot of you who are listening can relate. Um, it's easy to just fall into that box because we're told to by teachers, by our culture to, you know, listen, follow the rules, listen to your teachers, don't, don't get into trouble. Um, and over time, it's easy for us to stay comfortable 
and because it you know getting yelled at or <laughs> getting in trouble with authority never feels good um so i always admire like those rebels who like you know say fuck it and you know break the rules and do it anyway um i always admire that and sometimes i was like oh i'm not them like you know i was that good girl um so really felt like i wanted to be on on people's good side right i wanted teachers to like me, I wanted my friends to like me, I wanted my peers to like me. And so in a way, I was a people pleaser. Um, and so, you know, hashtag recovering people pleaser. Um, but it was just over time, I realized that as I was growing my business, um, it was really hard for me to get outside the comfort zone. Um, and I really had to do a lot of inner work because having a business requires promoting oneself and putting you know yourself out there and so it wasn't until I really peeled back the layers that and doing the inner work that I was like oh my god like I'm not the only person who feels this way and when I see it in other people playing small like I have to call it out because I'm like oh my god you like that is not true right and I don't even see that in myself sometimes so it's like it's really important to be surrounded by like-minded people who aren't afraid to to call you out <laughs> and also be compassionate. Um, and so this is like everything I'm sharing with you today is really um, just my own experience. So all of this inner leadership, like what does it mean to be an inner leader? Um, whenever we think about leaders, we think outside of ourselves, right? We think about maybe politicians or people that have a very public role that we all know about, or maybe you see them talk on TED Talk, or they're just really famous and, you know, like Oprah or whomever. And we don't necessarily see ourselves as leaders. Like we don't put ourselves on like the leaders list. Um, and it's so important that we do because if we don't, then something else or someone else is actually leading us, right? It's either our fears, um, our fears around being seen, our fears around what other people might think, being judged, criticized, whatever. So that fear is really what's dictating us or it's someone else's agenda, right? And so if we stay small and don't want to get outside our comfort zone, then you know, there's powers to be that would rather that be the case because ultimately they're controlling us, right? And so it's really important to tap into our inner strength, inner confidence, inner leadership so that we can bust out, the, bust out of that and um, basically, you know, take reins of our own lives. And so a few things is, okay, let's dive in. So number one is to be your own advocate. And being your own advocate shows up differently for different people, obviously, because we're all different. We all have different values. We have different um, needs and different wants. But ultimately, it goes back to how we value ourselves. And so I can give an example. So, you know, if you're promoting your work, right, and it doesn't have to be an entrepreneurial world, right? You could be in a corporate job and you're doing work. Um, if we want other people to value our work, if you want people to purchase from us, if you want people to, you know, interact with us and see its value and its worth and like have it be recognized as good work, the first thing that needs to happen is that we have to buy into it ourselves, right? And so often 
I think it's really easy for us to diminish the work that we create and say, oh, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, it's, you know, I didn't spend that much time on it, on it or um, that downplaying of what we create. If we put it out there, that energy isn't there to really support the actual value, right? And the worth that it can bring to support other people. And so it's really important that we see that because, you know, a lot of times on social media, if we're promoting something, there's, I feel like there's not enough um, of that confidence to promote it, right? It's like, oh, what are people going to think if I put myself out there? And so one of the things I really recommend before sharing something on social media or before, you know, submitting work or whatever it is that you're, you're producing and offering out to others for it to be seen is just to check in and to take a step back and to reconnect with the work and why you're doing it. And from that place, share it. And that's what I did before I started recording this podcast. I actually sat down. Um, I kind of got grounded. I sat down. I got grounded, and I, you know, I just said a quick prayer. And you know, what needs to come through will come through. Um, and invited the the divine to um, to open me up to be that channel. Um, and you know, not everybody is going to resonate with our work. Not everybody is going to like us. And I was reminded, even talking to one of my, um, my accountability buddies, um, she was like, you know, when you give your talk, not everyone's going to resonate. Some will, some won't, but the people who need to hear it will hear it. And that was just so, it was such a great reminder. Um, and so I wanted to share that because we have to be our own advocate. And, uh, another example I have is around being your own advocate is that if we're not, if we're not getting our needs or wants met, um, it's, it's, it's important for us to give voice to it so that we are being heard. Um, we have to be our own advocate, right? So, um, a while back I was at a women's conference and, uh, I was with my other team members and it was like, it was a really great weekend. Um, and I, you know, I worked really hard in my business and I got, I just got, I did really well in my business and I wanted recognition from my mentor and, um, I felt like I wanted more. <laughs> I wanted more of a shout out. I wanted more recognition and more celebration, but I wasn't necessarily getting that. And it wasn't my mentor's fault. Like she didn't know. Um, but that whole weekend I started feeling a little bit like, unseen and starting to feel a little bit resentful and that energy kind of followed me that whole weekend and honestly it wasn't until I went home and did and just processed things that I realized that in order for her to to recognize me and give me a shout out and to celebrate me like more like do it more the way I wanted it to happen I have to speak up for myself because she's not a mind reader. And so I did. I sent her a text and I asked her to give me a shout out. Um, and she did. And it wasn't what her response was, right? She Maybe she would have seen it like a, a week later. Like it wasn't that. Like what was so important for me was that I actually did it. Like I reached out to her um, and I asked for her to, like the, it was the ask that was, like when I did that, I felt really good. And at first I felt a little bit like, I'm not going to say shameful, but I felt like it wasn't a big deal. I didn't need to reach out to her and like, really, it's no, it's not a big thing. Um, and that's the example of playing small. And I had to really call myself out on that 
because it is a big deal, right? If it's important to you, if it's important to me, then it's a big deal to actually share it. Um, and like I said, it didn't matter what her response was. It was the fact that I did that really like that was a breakthrough for me. And it really cleared a lot of the limiting stories that I had, uh, which leads me to the second point. Um, oh, actually, before I do, I wanted to share, like, it's really important when we are our own advocate. One of the reasons around it is that it's us taking up space. And it's like we're, and that was a thing, like, I was feeling like it wasn't a big deal, but it was because it allowed me to take up space to remember that I, like, I'm worthy and valuable um, and that I have a spot here on earth, right? We're all here for a reason and we're here, you know, for different reasons. We're here for different life purposes. Um, but we are here for a reason. It's why we're still here and we need to take up space. Um, one of my, I've just, I've been so blessed to work with different coaches and one of my coaches have said, take uspase, take up space, take uspase, um, and that goes to Lola Pickett. Um, she's going to be, I'm going to, um, I interviewed her for the show. So her, her awesome wisdom is going to come out in a few weeks. But anyway, so we need to recognize our own worth, right? So be your own advocate. Okay, number two is to honor your shadow and question your limiting stories. So I already kind of segued into that um, in terms of like questioning your limiting stories. So... So often, um, and I am not immune to this, and so amazing if you are, <laughs> I always like admire people who are like, like they just got it down, right? Um, like most of us here, on, most of us are on social media, um, Instagram, Facebook, and it is so easy to scroll and start comparing yourself and not even know that it's happening, right? It's just really easy for that to happen. And... Um, when it does, just pause and check in with yourself and say, whoa, like I'm playing the comparison game, right? I call it comparisonitis. Do a pause, do a check-in because it is never a fair comparison, right? Everybody has different journeys. It's, a, it's you know, we're all on different paths. So it's not fair to say, oh my God, this person is doing so great versus me. Um, because what ends up happening is that if we're going down that rabbit hole of uh, comparison, comparison, comparing ourselves to others, we start coming up with stories that are not true. And usually the stories that come up are like, I'm not doing enough, right? Like, oh, this person did it before I did. I wanted to do that. Well, shoot, now she beat me to it. Or it, it becomes a little bit competitive. Um, and it's just not serving us. And we start comparing ourselves to others. We are giving our power away. And then we become victims, right? Of the stories that aren't true. And it keeps us small, right? And so a question to ask is, is it true? Like, is it true that I'm not doing enough? Is it true that I'm not successful enough or I'm not enough, right? And the answer to that is always, no, it is not true. And then there's the flip side of like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm doing more, right? So be mindful of those ego stories as well, because that is, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't serve us. Um, and along the same lines, it's like, be mindful of those stories. And it's easy to, when we go down that hole of that spin of comparison, starting to come up with stories, like what ends up happening if you do it a lot is that this, the, the feelings of maybe jealousy, resentment, maybe shame or guilt, like the feelings that we rather not have begins to appear. 
And that's the shadow, right? The shadow are parts of ourselves that we rather not exist or we rather hide or, you know, suppress. Um, and those, the shadow is actually so important. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm saying like, be mindful, don't compare yourself. But if you find that you are feeling resentful or jealous or whatever, um, don't suppress it. Like don't hide it. Don't ignore it. Cause that has so much value to offer. Um, so my example that I gave earlier around, um, the girls weekend at the women's conference and I was starting to feel resentful, like that was my shadow coming up, right? Cause I was starting to feel a little bit resentful and jealous of like, I was just coming up with all these stories that weren't true. Um, and it wasn't until I went home and really had to sit down with those emotions because it was following me like a little dark cloud, right? And I was really trying to brush it away because I knew like it was me <laughs> and it wasn't my mentor or anything like that, but it was me coming up with these stories. I was really trying to brush it away and I was trying to logic my way through these emotions. Um, and finally I was like, okay, this is enough, right? Like I can't, I can't have this follow me like a dark cloud. So when I sat down, I went home and I sat down and what I did was I just gave myself so much love and I really honored the emotions that I was feeling and I had to love myself. I had said, okay, like I love myself for feeling jealous. I love myself for feeling resentful. And I started doing EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping. Um, that's a really great resource. It's like one of my favorite things to do. And a great book is a tapping solution by Nick Ortner. And then his entire family, the Ortners have created really great books and, and work. Um, the sister, Jessica Ortner, created another really great book on tapping, so check that resource out. Um, but I really had to sit down and love myself through that process and be gentle, kind, and compassionate with myself. And it was in that process of me digging deeper and writing down exactly how I felt without the judgment um, that I realized that I had to be my own advocate, right? So that was what came through. Um, and then in that process, I linked back to things in childhood, like a whole bunch of stuff came through that, that it allowed me to heal it. So honor your shadow, because when we do, we're shining a light on it and there's no place to hide, right? And then what needs to come up, what needs to get healed does get healed. And that is like true leadership right there, right? When we're willing to do that work, like that is us, diving in, peeling back the layers and really like not being afraid because when we start doing that, we find our power and like, it's like a breakthrough where like, who gives a shit what people think about us, right? Like that really doesn't matter because we are so powerful. Like we realize our power and it is just so liberating when we can break through whatever we feel has been suppressing us or whatever we feel might be in the way. When we can break through that, it's like, oh my goodness, you know, it's like things just open up and the flow starts to come in. All right. So that was number two to honor your shadows and question your limiting stories. And like the stories are limiting. That's why I'm titling it, labeling it as limiting. And the third one is to make your well-being a priority, right? Invest in your health. And I, I, I you know, I have a background in nutrition and I studied at the Institute of Eating Psychology. I, um, I've taught Pilates for over 10 years and like wellness is my jam. And so I, this is a topic that I can talk about forever. Um, but if anything, like there's always one thing we know that we need to do, um, in, in terms of, you know, um, committing to our well-being, right. And that might be 
allocating more time for our sleep, right? Going to bed earlier, disconnecting off uh, devices and getting, you know, turning off your stuff in airplane mode, um, drinking more water, investing in good water, good, blah, uh, investing in high quality water filter or investing in high quality supplements, investing in good skincare or moving your body, you know, um, like there's so many things we can all do and maybe it is carving out time for meditating, right? Like, so when I say investing, it is financial and it's also effort and time and, and space and energy. It is so important for us to do that. Um, obviously for our physical health, right? When our cells are vibrating and being nourished, um, it resonates at a higher level and it feels really good to feel good. And if you, like maybe you're one of those amazing people who always gets, you know, nine hours of sleep, you go to bed at nine and then you wake up at six, like you are my, you are my champion. Like that is something that I'm personally working on. Um, and whenever I do, whenever I go to bed, like before 11 and I fall asleep by 1030 and I wake up by seven, I feel amazing. And I'm like, Oh my God, I feel like I just drank the elixir of life. And I just want more of that because it feels so good to feel good. Um, and if you know how good it feels to feel good, you're going to want to continue doing whatever it is that feels good in your body. Um, so definitely spend that time investment, invest in your, in your health, right? Put that money in. Like there's so many people who back out of like getting off the sugar roller coaster because they're afraid of, I don't know what they're afraid of. I think they're afraid of like losing that joy. But when you realize how good it feels to um, get off the sugar or to really make that investment and, and, and purchase good quality supplements and not be afraid to pay for the shipping and the tax or whatever it is that might get in your way of committing, like it feels amazing, right? And you are worthy of that investment. But uh, the real, like the, the deeper layer as well, besides the physical health, is that your energy, like it, it elevates, it up levels. Um, and especially if you are an entrepreneur um, and you work with products and services, people feel it, right? And people, yes, they buy, they buy from you because they think you can help them with a solution or with a problem, like you have a solution, but they're choosing you to invest in. And when you are taking care of yourself, that energy is like, they feel it, right? Um, and even like, if you want to declutter your space, like that's another way to, um, to take care of yourself, right? Because you're clearing that clutter, right? There's like, when our space is really cluttered, there's this like chaotic energy and people feel it whether or not they know it on a conscious level or not. And so, and it doesn't mean it's about perfection. Like we all have our own, you know, our own wellness journey, but it's the act of, it's the act of, you know, committing to the process, right. Of, you know, I shared in episode number one, it's like being like enjoying the process of being bad at something. This is the same thing. It's not about, you know, getting everything perfect. It's really about showing up for yourself the more we do that, the more we commit to our well-being, the more people feel it and they want to be in our circle, right? Because it feels good to be around people who feel good <laughs> about themselves, about their health. Um, and it's infectious in a really good way. It creates a ripple effect. And people, whether you know it or not, they're purchasing, they're buying from you, they are... Um, they're hiring you, they are like, they are promoting you also because of who you are and how good it feels to be around your, 
around you. And it's subconscious. It might not be a very like in your face obvious reason, but it's there, right? Like for people who aren't taking good care of themselves and this is no judgment in any part, um, but for those, you know, who aren't making their health and well-being a priority, it on a subconscious level, people feel it. And um, it doesn't necessarily, like it's, that relationship that's built and that energetic connection is just when we are taking good care of ourselves, it just elevates ourselves and it elevates other people, right? So you're not doing it just for yourself, but it's, again, it's like this ripple effect and it influences other people because they'll start noticing a change and they're like, oh, what are you doing that's different? Like I, like they want to learn more, they want to hear more. And when more people do it, it, it creates a ripple effect. Uh, you know, when I was back in corporate, um, I, a few things, like I, I brought in like those big yoga balls and that was my seat. That was my chair. And this was like t over 10 years ago. And like people were like, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh, it's my chair. It's good for your abs and it's fun. And so like next thing you know, like other people started buying it and bringing it in. And so it was really cool to see. Um, or even like a standing desk. Like um, when I was in corporate, we could order a standing desk and it takes time because you have to measure the height and you have to do all this measurement and then you have to fill it in. You have to find the site to do all that work. Um, and so people weren't doing it, but I really wanted one. So I did the work and had like a coworker measure and do all of that. Um, and then, you know, once I did, other people were like, oh, where'd you get that link? And it was just everybody around me started doing it. So it's like when we take care of ourselves, it spreads to other people and it inspires them and it motivates them. Right. So be that champion. All right, I feel like um, I feel like I went on a soapbox for a bit, but like really important, right? In terms of investing in our well-being, because at the end of the day, your energy is everything, and you either pay now or pay later in terms of our investments. So, um, in terms of investing in our health, so super super important to do. Um, and I love to hear like, what do you do um, in terms of your well-being? Um, how do you invest in your health? Um, and then, yeah, like, you know, those are the three points I wanted to share. Be your own advocate, really honor your shadows and uh, question your, question your stories and make sure you invest in your own health and your well-being. Um, so that brings us to a close. Oh, and before I do, I wanted to do this for every solo episode that I do. Um, I wanted to pull a card. So I love, um, playing with Oracle cards. I'm an angel card reader. Um, and I'm currently in part of Kyle Gray's, uh, angel tribe. So super fun, but I wanted to do that because I always feel like, um, it's a tangible tool to work with in terms of cards and, um, you know, not to use cards as a way to like answer every question and every decision making, but it's always good to hear like what message needs to come through. So before I, I started recording the podcast, um, I also sat down and I just kind of tuned into the card deck and asked, you know, for the right message that needs to come through for you as a listener um, and may this resonate with you. And so the card deck I'm using is Rachel Campbell's Work Your Light. Um, it's an Oracle card deck. And um, this is one of my newer decks. So I shuffled it and I'm going to pull a card. Okay, let's see what wants to come through. And uh, this deck, it's it's uh, the way it's laid out in the book. It's not in alphabetical order, so I'm gonna have to take a few seconds to find it. But let me see what needs to come through. Okay, let's see. 
So this one is Keepers of the Earth. You are not alone. Ancient ancestors stand behind you. Oh, I love this one. Um, I love it because this is a really great... Uh, this weekend, when I was on that uh, summer rewilding retreat, um, it was a lot about connecting back to the land and respecting the land, um, and that there were people on that land that came before us, right? The natives, um, and really just tuning into not just like, not just the people, but the trees, the river, the river, the water, the animals, and the soil, and all the plants that inhabit that. And so, and one of the messages that really came through is that whenever you're surrounded in nature, you're never alone, right? And, and, and it's in a good way, right? Like the plants are our friend um, and there's, and we're never alone because nature is here to support us. So let me um, find this in the book. Maybe I should actually go through um, table of contents keepers of the light and so if you have this deck um yeah feel free to take a look at it uh okay page 92 okay what does it say you are supported you are so supported you are you do not stand alone you have a magnificent team of helpers both in this world and of the earth who are here to help you every step of the way call upon them for assistance they are here to help the keepers of the earth acknowledge the work that you have done already and are ready to work through you. They bow at your feet and thank you for wanting to stand for them. Devote your life to protecting the earth in your unique way. It is time to increase your capacity to receive support in the physical realm. This can come in the form of financial abundance, acts of service from strangers, or people flocking to help you and your work. The only thing that is stopping you right now is your capacity to receive, report, uh, to receive support. You deserve to be rewarded for the work that you are doing. You do not need to go at it alone. Call upon the keepers of the earth to help you and your mission. Open your heart and your mind to receiving more than you ever thought possible. What, what kind of support do you need? Call it in right away. Whew, this is so good. Okay, and then there's uh, a work your light activation. Hold the cart on your heart and say, I'm open to receiving a whole new level of support for my life and my work, and I call it in now. Include any specific requests here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my gosh, this card is so perfect for today's episode. I love that it was talking about knowing our value and our worth and to call in and receive the help and the support. Um, and that actually ties back to being your own advocate particularly because when we see our recognize our own worth, we know it's about um, asking for help and for receiving it. And I think I left that part out, but oh my God, I love this card. It is so perfect for today's episode. So thank you for tuning in. If you like this episode, uh, please share it. I would love um, a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Maybe share it in Insta stories and tag me, michellewong.xo. And I will send so much love and um, give you props and also share it. Um, and then if you like this episode, please subscribe it, uh, give it a rating, give it a review. Um, this will help, this will help, um, iTunes and all of the other podcasts, um, broadcast it out even more and especially on iTunes. So thank you so much. Have an amazing, amazing week wherever you are at and I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Sacred Emergence Podcast. 
Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing this with others who can benefit. Until next time.